Johnson County residents are doing their part in getting vaccinated. Even more opportunity now that 12 to 15 year olds are approved for the vaccine. On this episode, find out about that process and how schools are helping out. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO on the go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO on the go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. The Pfizer vaccine has been approved for 16 to 18 year olds for a while now, but recently the same vaccine was also approved for those 12 to 15. Today to talk more about that, we have with us Megan Foreman with the Johnson County Department of Health and Environment and Shelby Rebeck with the Shawnee Mission School District. Thank you both for being here. Thank you. To start off with, if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with the county first and then the school district. So I'm a program manager with the Department of Health and Environment. Um, And more recently, we do all things COVID here. So um, I've worked quite a bit this year um, with all of our public and private school districts um, and just making sure that kids um, K-12 are taken care of in schools in terms of disease mitigation for COVID. All right. And Shelby? Uh, so I'm a nurse here in the school district, Shawnee Mission School District, and I am the director of health services. And as Megan said, uh, this year, all things COVID. Uh, so on a typical basis, I would help with health conditions, medical issues that come up with our 27,000 students throughout the school year. But this year, it's been all COVID. Okay, and to continue with that theme, <laughs> or of course, today talking about uh, vaccinating our teens, preteens, and uh, can you tell me a little bit about how the process has been going just with vaccinating the 16 to 18 year olds? You've had some some practice, I'm sure, with that. Is the school district actually doing some of the vaccinating? Yes, so we did um, dose ones. We just finished up dose twos last Friday. So um, I do have the data from dose ones. We did over 600 doses. I just don't have the data from last week yet. And how has that process kind of worked? Can you explain how you do that? So we sent out parent consent forms um, to those minor students and uh, those who returned the consent, we had them also ask, we had them answer safety questions. Um, and then on the day of vaccine, we called the students down um, and we were able to finish up usually within a couple of hours at each of our five high schools. Um, we also had some students who Um, We're in attendance feeder schools like our um, culinary program and engineering and things like that, that we were able to bring doses to where the student was at. And what's the uh, feedback you're getting from students? I'm sure nobody enjoys getting getting a shot, but are are they excited about getting this protection or what are you hearing? Yeah, I tell you, this was the nicest way to kind of wrap up our school year because every single student who came through either said, thank you so much for doing this. I've been nervous about how I was going to get this. My grandpa is sick or my mom is sick and I wanted to be able to protect her. Or we had students say, my dad or my mom said to be sure and tell you thank you. Um, You know, so everyone was just so grateful. That's great. And there's been a high level of coordination with the health department. So Megan, do you want to talk about that kind of in a a broader sense for all Johnson County school districts? 
Sure. Well, we were working together uh, starting in February, actually, to uh, make sure that we got all of the staff and personnel at the schools vaccinated. So um, that was a huge lift. Poor Shelby's been in the vaccine game here for months now. Um, but, you know, Shawnee Mission did a terrific job actually vaccinating kids where they were at taking that vaccine to the school, um, which we saw a lot of success with um, compared to some other districts who said, oh, we'll do something on Saturday or, or not put it during the school day. Um, so definitely, you know, props to, to that school district for working so hard on that. Um, otherwise, we've really just been advertising the Johnson County um, vaccine clinic that is open in Lenexa. Uh, we've got vaccines available at our walk-in clinics, um, and we have seen an uptick in um, kids coming through ages 12 and up, which we are very excited about. So now we're into this whole new age group, and um, I know there were concerns early on about uh, sort of the, the middle schoolers and high schoolers being unprotected uh, from, from the virus because they're so mobile, I guess, or transient. I don't know what you call them, but uh, they get around a lot and they're with a lot of different groups of friends. They're not like grade school where you're kind of in the same classroom all day. So um, why, why is that so important that, that these groups get, get vaccinated? Yeah, Teresa, you're absolutely right. Um, it's harder for our middle school and high school students to cohort to stay in that small, same group all day long because they switch classes all day long. Many of them are also involved in activities and extracurricular events after school, um, club sports. So it's really hard to keep that same group. Um, so in absence of that, you know, the masking and social distancing and vaccination becomes really important. In terms of actually getting the kids vaccinated, this news of, of, of the Pfizer vaccine being available for the 12 to 15 year olds comes at an interesting time in the school year, right? I mean, you're, you're wrapping things up. So um, are you frantically trying to get everybody vaccinated who wants a vaccine at the school? Or, you know, what are you, what are you doing for making plans for that sort of thing? So what we're doing here in Shawnee Mission, we're working closely with the County Health Department. Um, our hope is that the County and Children's Mercy and KU and all these other, you know, CVS and Walmart and all these places will be able to offer um, these students a lot of opportunity over the summer to get vaccinated because we just don't have staff on contract through the summer months. So our staff will come back on in August. And at that time, I'm sure I'll be meeting again with Megan and we'll be saying where are we at um, and what does the district need to do uh, at that time. Yeah, most definitely, Shelby. And I think, um, you know, what's important, the reason that um, I know you all just really put the pedal to the metal and made sure that you could get those 16 and 17 year olds vaccinated in schools was because we had just enough time to get that second dose in as you kind of opened up the podcast talking about. Um, and unfortunately, with the release of this coming when it did, there just wasn't time to make sure that um, schools could administer that second dose. So um, you know, that is a very important consideration and kind of part of what we want to think about when we look big picture. The concerns that you're, you're hearing from parents and are there myths that you're hearing? You know, we've, we've heard all along that kids are, they're not as likely to get the, the, the virus as adults. And we know that's not true, but um, what else are you hearing? So I don't know if you guys um, go out and look at all the different school districts data dashboards, but um, Shawnee Mission data dashboard posted today showed that in the last week, we've had 18 positive cases 
Um, now we have much more than that um, in isolation because maybe they have symptoms and we haven't tested them yet to see, you know, they're still under investigation what actually is going on. Um, but it's important to keep in mind that children are not, um, they may get a more mild case, but not always. Uh, we've had some very sick kids, even hospitalized kids in our district. So um, we just want to make sure that everyone is as protected as they can be. So I know that Shawnee Mission will work with the County Health Department over the summer for those 12 and up kids. Um, if, if they want to use our sites and things like that, we just won't have the staff. You know, one of the important things to remember about kids in COVID is that um, kids age 10 to 19 actually account for about 14% of our total cases in Johnson County. Um, and I think, you know, families and kids have had to live this just this year. They've had sports seasons interrupted. They've had um, birthday parties, graduations. You know, they've really had to experience um, what it's like when they have a positive case or an exposure um, and how, you know, really even if they're not terribly ill, um, it can really interrupt their lives, their studies, um, their activities. So I think one of the big messages that we're hoping to, to continue to push for kids um, 12 and up, you know, getting vaccinated right now also protects people around them who aren't vaccinated. A lot of kids that age probably have younger siblings or other younger kids, maybe that they're babysitting this summer or in camp with this summer. Um, so, you know, it really takes all of us to um, get over the finish line of this pandemic. And um, this age group is another group of people that now can pitch in and get vaccinated. And so when we kind of compare the COVID symptoms for, for kids and versus adults. Um, I also wanna talk about the, the vaccine reaction. So, um, you know, as, a, as an adult who, who got a vaccine, you know, the, the day after, a couple days after that second one, the second dose was, was not necessarily pleasant. So are we seeing a similar thing with, with kids and should, should parents expect that and plan around that? Yeah, um, we just finished up our dose twos on Friday, but we warned all of the students, hey, it's really normal with the second dose um, to kind of have that more robust immune response and don't worry about it. Um, just do the normal things, you know, hydrate, eat well, get plenty of rest that you would normally do. And I would say 90 to 95% of the kids who came through, um, we asked them about their dose one and most all of them said, oh, I was fine. Maybe, you know, my arm might've been a little sore. I was a little tired, maybe had a headache, but no, no big deal. So I think our kids are pretty resilient, maybe even more so than the adults. So um, the next question is, you know, in Johnson County, around the state, around the country, we've heard that uh, masking guidance has been relaxed some for those who are vaccinated. And so it's a bit challenging because you have some kids who are going to be eligible for vaccines, some kids who are not. So um, I assume it's kind of a when in doubt, you know, take those safety precautions, but what can parents do to, to make sure their kids aren't getting sick with the, the virus this summer? So um, as you mentioned, we, we listened to that CDC press conference uh, last Thursday. Um, and I don't know if you caught the Q&A session after that, but someone did specifically ask about schools and the CDC person responded, we are not advising any changes for masking in schools. 
they clearly stated that someone asked what about teachers and they said no teachers need to continue masking until their children in their classrooms can be vaccinated so that is what shawnee mission is working on we put a statement out uh, that Thursday, immediately following the CDC announcement, that we will continue with our current masking. Um, of course, we will have ongoing conversations about what next what um, next fall might look like. But for now, we're encouraging our parents to have their children wear their mask if they're outside and socially distanced. We're a little more comfortable with them taking that mask off, but um, we want to see those cohorts and. Um, that masking and the, that social distancing continue. Well, and Shelby, I want to pick up on the point that you made. Um, you talk about being a little bit more relaxed when kids are maybe outside and distanced. I think what that reflects truly is a year of learning about this virus. Um, this was new for all of us last year. Um, and I think that we have explored our data. You guys have done a terrific job gathering data um, and making sure that we've really been tracking this virus through schools. Um, and so when we find places where we can relax, we, we feel pretty good about that because we know that the data supports those decisions. Um, so I just, you know, commend you for that. And I think we also need to remember that we just opened this up for 12 and up um, last week, two weeks ago. So, you know, in order to be fully vaccinated, you need to be two weeks post that second dose. So we're not looking at um, potentially having, you know, whole school buildings full of fully vaccinated people until at least the fall. Um, and I think that we're probably even then only looking at uh, potentially high schools because all of those kids uh, would be age eligible for the vaccine. So um, it is important to remember that we're not there yet with all of our population being eligible for vaccine. Um, and we need to continue to do those mitigation measures um, to protect the youngest um, among us now, masking and distancing and cohorting as, as Shelby talked about. All right, any final messages on, on the importance of, of getting vaccinated when, when you're eligible? I would just encourage all the parents out there, um, get your student vaccinated. It is our path back to normalcy um, and these vaccines are safe. Um, it's the same vaccines that you know, it's the same science behind the vaccine that we require for all other uh, school required vaccines. So um, I just encourage the parents to get it done. I know there's been a lot of conversation about what school will look like in the fall. Um, and it's important to note that um, the nurses at the schools and our team here are still working on um, keeping the kids who are in school safe. So there's a couple weeks left. We have to kind of get over um, the finish line of this year. Um, but then, you know, we're watching the vaccine uptake rates very closely at the health department. We're also watching variants and some other metrics um, that kind of go into some of those calculations. And we are looking to release guidance for the fall by about July 1st. Um, and I know that it's sort of hard to wait for parents who want um, to, to think that they're going to be able to return their kids to a totally normal school year next year. But um, we still have a little bit of work left to do, I think, in vaccinating kids. Um, everyone who is eligible is the thing that we're going to do as a community that'll get us closest to that finish line. So you can book an appointment either on our website at jococov.org forward slash coronavirus, or you can also go to one of our walk-in clinics and the hours for those are listed at that same web address. Thanks for listening. You just heard Joco on the go. 
Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.